0: I spoke with founder of Yellowwood, Josie Sparks, who will be a high school senior this year and has spent the past year working endlessly to get to this point. Yellowwood Youth was a result of the work that Sparks did for Project Green Challenge, which is an international environmental education challenge by Turning Green. It includes 30 days of challenges, each with the intent to enlighten, educate, and inspire high school, college, and grad students with environmentally themed challenges to do each day for the duration of one month. Last year, PGC welcomed over 11,000 participants from 73 different countries. Sparks ended up being one of the finalists to get a chance to go to California and work with Turning Green. When she applied, she also had to propose a climate action project. Sparks ended up creating Yellowwood Youth with the help of Beth Ratner and Nicola Salzman. The goal of the nonprofit organization is to, quote, provide quality education, resources, and opportunities to young people in Indiana in relation to the environment and the climate, end quote. She explains how the organization began and her vision for its future. So it
1: started out with, you know, I thought I would have to move to California (laughs) to make any headway in this <laughs> and i was like i'm gonna have to go to college there to you know get this good education in it and i'm gonna like that's the only way i can be successful in this topic and that's a complete lie <laughs> there is hundreds of groups in indiana doing this work mm-hmm. there are thousands of people in indiana um policymakers that this is their focus and they know the details about climate in indiana and they're trying really really hard to make it mainstream here Um, Outside of Bloomington, it's not picking up so much, but every little town has these little gardening clubs. Every little school has their eco club. Might only have five people and they might never start an initiative, but if you can reach out to them, you can help them do that. You know, if I can give them contacts that we make a database of and say, here's someone you should ask that can help you with that then you can do that. Mm -hmm. It's just that they're not being touched by anything else. So yeah, the idea is like designing things that I wanna see that I wish I had, right? Like the ebook, for example. For kids to have that, to know that you don't have to be in policy. You don't have to be this scientific biology scholar. You know, you You can use climate advocacy in any way you want. There was a girl that didn't know what she wanted to do to submit for the ebook. And I said, you're good at baking cakes, bake me a cake make each level a different ecosystem have the ocean have the desert Have the you know like this yeah. is something you can do take a picture and, and we'll put it in so that's like that's something that i wish i could have read or could have put in so that's what we're creating mm-hmm. i wish that someone had told me there's so much you can do here because if you don't have the money to move away you, mm-hmm. you, j- you can't and you don't have to <laughs> like there's all this stuff right here and you can do it at your age like at whatever age you are so really eventually we'd really like to have a lot of stuff for
0: elementary through college Since October, Yellowwood has been working on many ideas and projects, one of them being the Bloomington Shoe Strike. Sparks explained in detail what a shoe strike means and how it works.
1: Basically, it's a way to have climate activism and a climate strike without being in person. It's also a donation event that helps the local community. So there will be boxes at select locations and you take the lid off, donate a pair of shoes that are in like light condition they can be a little ratty if they can be cleaned up but more good condition shoes if you have them that you don't wear anymore and then you donate them and we lay them out in a strike so like all separated in a field or a parking lot and each pair of shoes represents a person that would have attended that climate strike so it's keeping shoes out of the landfill and repurposing them for a new life a new person to wear them it's giving back to the local community so a lot of you have like dress shoes or sandals, or those kind of things, they will give those to people for interviews or so we'll like send them out wherever we can, where they can be used again, or other people can give them a new life.
0: People can donate their shoes at their convenience starting September 4th through the 6th and also September 11th through the 13th. Times and dates may be subject to change, but will be published on Yellowwood Youth's social media pages and website closer to the month. The specific locations right now for donating are St. Mark's United Methodist Church, the Bloomington Friends Meeting House, the Warehouse, and Monroe County Public Library. Yellowwood has reached out to Souls for Souls, Middleway House, Opportunity House, and Indiana Recovery Alliance to help take the shoes and repurpose them. Sparks explained the inspiration behind the strike, which started in Sweden, but she said she saw it first in West Lafayette, Indiana, from a student-led shoe strike that happened on July 21st. The team collected 2,500 pairs of shoes in total and donated them to Souls for Souls to, quote, be used for humanitarian aid around the world, end quote. When asked why shoes, Spark said that there are many reasons why shoes are a good way for environmentalists to express their emotions for taking care of the environment and also help people who are heavily affected by climate change. Shoes actually have a little bit more meaning than some people recognize at
1: first, so each pair of shoes is a representative of a person that would go to the strike, but you can donate as many as you want. And so the other like meaning behind the shoes is the miles that climate refugees have to travel. So each pair of shoes does not just represent a person from our community there, it represents one of those people that has had to leave their home and try to find a life somewhere else because of climate disasters that we have an impact on so that's the the meaning behind them that i see more so because people are donating so many shoes you know for me that is a lot more meaningful and more connecting our community to theirs and making people think also about other people that it's not just about how can we show up here and show that we care but that we recognize that we're a privileged community and in terms of indiana we do see climate impacts we definitely do and some people don't believe that we do but we don't see them in the same way. We're not impacted in the same way. Some people mm-hmm. are impacted in certain ways. And if you think about um, heat levels and apartment buildings and those kind of things, that they have higher risk of heat stroke and a heart attack and things like that. So we definitely see it in Indiana. But for a lot of us, we're privileged that we don't have to see it at all. Yeah. And so you never, you never see those people unless it's on a Time magazine, you know? Right.
0: For more information on the strike and other projects, you can contact Sparks and the team at yellowwoodyouth.org. For WFHB, I'm Katrine Brunner.